The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM. Also on your normal podcast platforms, courtesy of Podcast One and our good friends there. I think uh, the headquarters in Minneapolis. Am I, not, am I right? I believe Kevin? so. I believe Absolutely. so. That's right. Thank you, Lisa Wolf, for uh, connecting all that the dots. And what do you, right. you, you dot the I's and you cross the T's. That's what you do. That's exactly That's what, what you, you do, do right? But, oh, but on this nowadays, you use your thumb anyway, right? Exactly. So people don't write. Right? <laughs> exactly. you, know, you want to punish a kid now, you don't like ground them or you just make them write cursive. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Redskins uh, fall to the New York Giants yeah, in overtime. Yeah. No need to talk about the score. Yeah. Uh, no need to even really talk about the um, the the the, the uh, uh, records. Although the only thing to talk about is that if they lose this weekend to the Cowboys, they lock in the uh, second overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care about any of that though. None of it. None of it. Not a bit of it, man. I, I wanted this game. I just wanted victory, right? I, mm-hmm. Just because, well, a couple of reasons, right? We need to learn how to win again. And the, the main reason is the season of giving. I wanted to give our friend Rodney Henderson a present because I know that he was there at the game, right, Rodney? And you had good seats. So I wanted you to have a good seat for Washington victory, but it didn't turn out like, like that, did it? <laughs> yes, I had good seats. I had good seats, and then uh, I had a good time. Not only that, but I, I went. The first game, um, Little Rodney went to. He, he enjoyed oh. himself, too. To a, a Giants victory. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. To overtime. So you're raising your child to be a Giants fan too. Well, it kind of, kind of came all the way. He said, "Dad, who, who's this team always winning and beating the Redskins?" So <laughs> they might want to go with them. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Tell them it's never too, it's never too late to come back over to the right side. Right. Yeah. But now you were there as our our insider, our analyst. And what capacity was he there? Was he there just to? to observe you at work and or he just like admired your admiration of the boys in blue right because you know because he could have been there as I heard it was like a good crowd like going both ways right that it was like a fun atmosphere it was a very competitive game was it like that it was a competitive game it was uh it was saying let's go Giants and and the Redskins fans was enthusiastic like I never seen before like it was like they was in the Christmas spirit like uh, we gonna win this game. We, we can beat the Giants. If we can't beat the Giants at all, we gonna um, never come to another game again. <laughs> but uh, the environment, <laughs> but the environment was good. It was kind of weird afterwards, though, because it was like the the the, uh, the Redskins like, oh well, we got the number two pick, so let me let you <laughs> leave first. You know how you always leave and it's a rush to get out. Right, right, it, right. it wasn't that. Since I was a Giants fan, well. Thank you, thank you, sir. Uh, go ahead, you can go before me. I'm oh like, wow, holding the door open for you. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. There. You know, didn't have to have to you know rush to get on out, get out to line to get out the stadium. So it was, it was interesting though. But it was really a good environment, good crowd. It was uh, a good game to go to. Really competitive. What we've been asking for. So apparently everybody's been listening to the show. We just want to you know compete. Hmm, interesting. Have we seen the last of Eli Manning? Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that's a simple answer. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Especially way, even though, because um, Daniel Jones, I think he, you know, he spoke up and just say, "Hey, this is my team now," and then thank you for, 
you, uh, you know, not only, you know, <clears throat> mentoring me, to, uh, explaining what to, uh, you know, different coverages I need to uh, look for and, and helping me out. But, you know, it's his team. They gave him the keys, and he kind of proved it to come back from in- injury, even though it was the Redskins, but he still threw for five touchdowns. If if Eli told Daniel Jones anything, he'll say, Daniel, you're going up against a Minuski defense. And Daniel Jones said, say no more. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> okay, well, let, me, let me ask you this, uh, Rodney. Were you surprised by the – the productivity of the Giants' offense, or were you like surprised by the feudal nature of the Washington defense? Which did it seem like to you? Both, because mm-hmm. um, the Giants, uh, well, actually, because the the, the, the Redskins' uh, defense, the strength was supposed to be the defensive line with um, Ioannidis, uh, Allen, Payne, and um, Sweat too. Also, and it was kind of uh, shocking that. Uh, even though I said what two hundred fifty, I was a little bit off. Well, two, three hundred yards. Uh, uh, Saquon yeah, yeah, was like yeah, two seventy. You little off. Yeah, nobody's perfect, right? Not yeah. at all. <laughs> but um, it, in in the offense, well, you know, a full, you know, well, um, Ingram wasn't there. Um, Ethan Ingram wasn't there, and um, that's the only one who was missing for the offense. But you had Golden Tate. And then um, Slayton is coming on as far as the receiver for the Giants to uh, to move the ball. But it kind of just clicked uh, against the Redskins, I guess, just like you said, Manusky defense. So it's, I guess it just have to go with both because you still have to execute. Hmm. That's true. Yeah. Now, was this your first time seeing Saquon live? This was my first time seeing him live. Oh, man, what a, what a debut for you. I was going to say, what was going through your mind as you was watching, like, the greatness of Saquon Barkley? <laughs> I was like, man, I tell you, man, if he if he ever, you know how um, I don't even remember uh, Antonio Brown when he did play football, <laughs> he kicked the punter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never ever want to see somebody, you know, try to, you know, if he hurdle somebody, just go down, because you don't want to get kicked by that brother, because his legs and his size, <laughs> man, not to, you know, describe a man that way, but <laughs> man, he's a, a big big guy, man, and um, he's strong. He's really strong. It's hard to uh, bring down, so. I, I would hate to say um, that he he really is got good vision, patience, and really shifty. Kind of remind me of Barry Sanders a little bit. Yeah. But at the end, when you know he was going to get the ball, he started he started running hard and, and you know and lowering the shoulder pads. So he's learning how to run even harder. So it's I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do next week against the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, even excuse me, even with all that. Um, Bergen goals still did drop 35 on you, right? We, we needed, like, one more touchdown. <laughs> so were you surprised this was – I haven't even seen uh, Dwayne Haskins yet. What was your impression of him? Dwayne Haskins so, – the thing is, he's, he's been playing – he's been playing exceptional uh, football to me. Like, he's learning. He's getting better. Um, you know, that passion he show, showed on the, on the sidelines, talking about what did I have to do – for us to get better, I guess it's working, and they and they started to believe in him more. But the only thing I would say about this, I would love to see him play against the Cowboys and Cowboys defense this week. Not to move ahead from our game, but uh, Case Keenum came in and and did pretty well too. So it was against our defense too, the yeah, Giants, yeah. and we we kind of short of a pass rush this, but we evidently we did get get to uh, Dwayne Haskins at the beginning uh, of the first half, uh, beginning of the second half, and got injured. 
But uh, other than that, he had all day to, to throw. I think he actually tripped over one of his linemen, man. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a Giants hit. That wasn't a Giants injury, right? Yeah. But I tell you, I was so, very impressed by Dwayne in this game because he came out. He was like twelve for twelve mm-hmm. and a touchdown, and would have been thirteen for thirteen. But this was one pass that uh, McLaurin actually should have come back to um, to meet the ball, and he was just standing there, gave a chance for a defense to um, to uh, catch up to him. But so what? What is the the plan for the for the Giants, man? What mm-hmm. uh, what are they looking to do to get better? Is it is it going to be shore up the offense, get a couple more weapons, or do you think they they need to focus on their defense? I think I think they need to focus on um, the defensive line and also the offensive line because if you if you're not uh, fundamentally uh, will have players to, uh, in the in the trenches, it's kind of hard to stop people, and not only that to oppose your will on people. Um, this is like I was saying last week, uh, uh, Yancey Nagugwa, uh, uh, I hope I'm saying his name right. Yeah, Yancey Nagugwa. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you if it was know, wrong. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. Well, actually, he's a local kid. He went to Fisher Prep and uh, Carroll yeah, and yeah, Maryland wow. University. So that would be nice for him to come up to New York or, you know, free agent. He's a free agent. He's 24. So if we could really sign him and address the office line, I think that would be a plus. But also, you want to bring back uh, Marcus Golden, uh, uh, Golden um, for uh, defense end. Actually, he got a bonus today because they changed the stat, the stat for his stack today. So that's a good thing for him. So you got to sh- uh, shore the offensive line, solidify the offensive line. Because I think um, Nate, Nate Soldier, like I said, I think they're trying to get rid of him because they don't want to pay him like 16 million to go uh, make cuts with him. But the big thing, big thing is what we're going to do with Pat Sherman and David Gettleman. Mm. Um, today, I think I was reading an article. <clears throat> excuse me, I was reading an article about Sha- Saquon and um, um, Daniel Jones uh, endorsing Pat Sherman, Pat Sherman to come back, and they was really pleading that it's not his fault. It's, it's not just one um, one person's um, fault, and it, the mindset is we could build on this and we could win. And that's what their um, um, Pat Sherman has been um, constantly saying that it takes time to grow. And I and I, I hear what you're saying, but I just think he just can't just do it on the offense. Mm-hmm. Like I said last week, I think he has to be uh, improving on all aspects of the team. It's not just a head coach uh, for offense. You have to be aspects on defense. And just like Minuski, I, I really don't like uh, our defense coordinator either. Uh, I think the scheme – doesn't fit the players. I think they need to go back to a 4-3. Well, at least you've got a defensive coordinator. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, a couple of years back, the Giants uh, invested a lot of money. Uh, They went the route of free agency. They they went young on offense and tried to get experienced talent, and it just didn't pan out. You just... You know, there's a certain there's a chemistry in football. Every player just can't play with every other player, right? Mm -hmm. You know? So, um, yeah, they, they... You know, they made some questionable... Personnel decisions. I just need them to do that for maybe two more years, <laughs> and everything will be all right. You know, it's interesting, Rodney, because you guys got a big game. Well, big game for the Eagles coming up this uh, Sunday. I mean, if they win, they're in. If they lose, if the Cowboys win, then they're out. But if they lose and the Cowboys lose, they're still in. Um, what's your thoughts on the game and what the, the Giants need to do to close out the season with the win? Uh, and how do you see this game coming up? A, a, a kind of a, a spoiler for the Eagles. Well, it seems like they're playing playing well, and it would it'd be, it'd be nice to get a win, and and not only that to uh, kick the uh, the Eagles in, um, or hopefully the 
Well, how how would that work? You said they, if they well, lose, they, yeah, if so Dallas lose, if, they still go in. Yeah. So if if the Eagles lose and Dallas loses, mm-hmm. then the Eagles are in yeah. regardless. But if the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, then the then uh, Dallas, Dallas is, is in. <laughs> Oh man! So what would happen if they both be a tie? <laughs> Washington goes. Washington gets in there. Yeah. Washington will go. Washington will go. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, look at here's what can happen now. The Giants can technically the Giants can knock Philly out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Then Washington can knock Dallas out of the playoffs and Philly be back be in. Back in. Yeah, you know, yeah, it could if the Eagles game finishes first. Right, absolutely. They, they it could actually, be an out-in-out situation. They flex the game so that they're both at the same time. Now, let me tell you this. Isn't that stupid? Like, why would you want the games at the same time? Wouldn't you want the Eagles game first? Because if, well, unless the Eagles win, then, it, then the second game is meaningless. But if the Eagles lose... Then you've got Dallas and Washington. Dallas with a chance to get in. If that's they win. what you want, why that's would they? Why would they flex the? Why would the Giants and the Eagles game start at four twenty-five? Why would they have them both at the same no. time? Well, how many times do you see people in this industry who have jobs just not know what they do? But by the way, you know we are still talking about two teams that are going to one will finish maybe nine and seven or eight and eight and get in the playoffs. So maybe this is more important to us than it is to anybody else. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, what are the keys to winning this game against the Eagles, Rodney? Uh, the key Eagles will win to the game is not turn the ball over and, mm-hmm. and, and try to score more than the Eagles. And now yeah, this you want to keep uh, Daniel Jones not to turn the ball, a ball over because I think he turned the ball over against the Redskins, got hit, and he fumbled. This I don't know what it is. He I don't know if he has small hands or not. He just constantly he's always one game he's always fumbling the ball. But even though they re- we recover it, but just want to protect the football and see if we could. Uh, Duplicate his performances uh, against the Redskins. Well, here's what I'll tell you: If you, I know you're inside, you got connections up there. Dallas has, I mean, uh, Philly has like one and a half good wide receivers right now, and it's relying on the tight ends. All you had to do is cover the tight ends, which for some reason Washington didn't think Dallas right. had any tight ends on their roster because they, <laughs> they were always wide open. So you take the tight ends, take the tight ends uh, away. You take away the running game and rely on man-to-man coverage. If the receivers can win man-to-man, that's fine. But I'm not going to invest a lot of attention on them. I'm going to focus on the weapons that have been hurting people. That's how I would do it, but what do I know? <laughs> you know I obviously don't know as, as much as Greg Minuski, although, you know, otherwise he'd be here with Cloud doing the radio right. show, right? You know? but, and, and you'd and be the deepest it's coordinator. Be, <laughs> right, right. It's going to be difficult because I, I because I know uh, Zach Hurts uh, is having a rib injury. Mm-hmm. And he played with it since I think it was from second quarter. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be kind of kind of crucial uh, for him to um, see how he's going to you know play with that rib. I know he's going to play because if he don't, I don't know what the offense is going to do. Well, you know, don't play Zach. If you listen to the uh, show, don't play, don't play. But I know he's going to play. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's this was going to make him play. He said that's it. Right, Rodney said don't play. I'm going to get in there. All right, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so Rodney, we're think not thinking. We're going to continue the show even after the football season and just talk general sports. You got to come on the show and talk sports with us, man. That's okay. Uh, all the time, whenever you need me, I'm here. There we Thanks, go, John. Rodney Henderson, ladies and gentlemen, the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, um, we'll have the official, kind of unofficial, official start of the show. We'll break down this game. We'll also have fake news and not. And uh, this is the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. 
Finally, there's a sports show that speaks directly to you, the federal workforce. It's the Federal Football Report. We'll examine both the upcoming GSA and NFL schedules. Will the virtualization of the quarterback server enable him to develop connectivity with his new acquisitions? Will the end users be properly positioned to receive the big data? Can offensive line cybersecurity prevent defensive incursions? Will the new management be FedRAMP approved and able to make the key procurement? Don't be the fan that's stuck in the cloud. Tune in to the Federal Football Report, coming soon to Federal News Radio. When we need help, we turn to government. When government needs help, they turn to Federal News Network. Federal News Network. For news on the federal pay raise. To learn how other agencies handle IT modernization. To see how Congress funds my agency. For changes to my TRICARE benefits. For the latest on my security clearance. Federal News Network. Federal News Network. Helping feds meet their mission. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, also on all your podcast platforms. Uh, man, that was fun with Rodney, having him Always. on. I mean, Rodney posted these pictures where he sent the pictures to us at the, from the game. It's like he was on the field. He had some really, really, really good seats. Well, you know, that's, if you're going to be inside, you might as well be inside. You know what I'm saying? You might as well be. And he was he was inside. Right. So it's time to break this game down the way we always do here on the Federal Football Report. Beyond levels considered scientific. Um, Kevin, let's start with the quarterback play. You hinted at it before. Your thoughts on Dwayne Haskins and then Case Keenum in uh, cleanup. This moment is not too big for Dwayne Haskins. He's mm-hmm. be- He belongs in the league. He... Um, he probably can do better than the team he's on right now. But <laughs> what I, the thing that impressed me most, I was impressed by the consecutive completion streak. Mm-hmm. I was com- impressed by the touchdown passes because it was in a rhythm. It wasn't like he panicked and stuff. Right. He knew exactly what he was going to do based on what the defense gave him. I was mm-hmm. very impressed. What impressed me the most, though, the whole thing was after he was injured, after Case Keenum came in and uh, threw a touchdown pass, uh-huh. Everybody was happy, but the happiest person on the field was Dwayne Haskins. Right. He, the way he ran up to Keenum and embraced him, like you said, it was a connection that he wasn't. Because yeah. I've seen athletes do that, you know, uh-huh. and, and it's, it's just dripping with phoneiness, right? right. But this dude was <laughs> <laughs> legit happy. Yeah, he's he legit happy. Yeah, happy. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so here's the thing with Dwayne. Um, what we've seen is since the first start, him get progressively better week after week after week. Which is what we said would happen if you'd play the kid. And so you've mm. got one coach, again, who will re- remain nameless, will just say, hmm, hmm, hmm. He's not ready. He's not ready. We know he's not ready. He's a kid. He played one <laughs> right. year in college. We know he's not ready. Right. What you can't explain is how come the other professionals have been in the league for years, how come they not ready? That's what we're trying to figure <laughs> out. And so they not ready. They not doing anything. I mean, listen, if, and we said this before, if they're not going to be measurably better than him, put him in the right. game because I'd rather lose with the rookie <laughs> than lose with Because it's not going to be a culture shock because you can tell when someone is shaken by what they experience. Dwayne Haskins is the least shook person to step foot for the first time on a professional that I've seen in my life. This kid was ready. Like, nothing that he did as far as struggling in the first two or three weeks that he played seemed to shook, to, to shake him. No, no, no. It he didn't was seem to bother to him at all. I mean, you know, and so, and so this is what we figured we'd see if we just see him. A natural progression from week to week to week. This is what the sixth week that he started, or something like that. I Six so. or seven, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And he looks like he's been playing for a few games. He looks like it's coming quicker to him. He looks more comfortable. Looks like he and the receivers are in a rhythm. Things that we things that we were hoping would work out 
itself if he would have started, I don't know, week one. Uh, maybe week three. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we was hoping would happen by the middle of the season. And um, and, and, and now we're seeing it happen now. Well, I, I remember saying on the earlier episodes, the advice I wanted to give to Dwayne was to stay as far away from <laughs> as possible <laughs> because I didn't want any of those habits to rub off on him. I don't want any, any of that philosophy or that yeah, – don't get me wrong when I say this word because it doesn't mean like a, a sign of, of strength, but the weak – Play that mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the attitude that a guy couldn't give you third and one. And there's still some of that on that team, sure, right? Sure, Every time sure. I, I see these guys come out and, and shotgun on third and two, that's that's a weak attitude. That's yeah, not an yeah. attitude that says that we are I going to do this. I thought about you Sunday when there was a third and one or something, and AP was in the shotgun. And then I had they, they well they were in the shotgun formation. AP in the back, I'm like ah oh, here we go. It's <laughs> third and one. Just line up, man. Just, you know, put the put the, uh, two tight ends goal line situation. Y- right. Me against you, yours and mine, one yard manhood issue, as Doc right. Walker would say. Right. Every one, every if you time beat you me, game, fine. That's right. We're gonna line up, and if if your D line beats our O line, and we can't get one yard, you beat us because you got pros too. That's fine. But we're gonna go mano a mano here. That's the line way you gotta do line, it. And we're gonna push. We're gonna. We're not gonna fake nothing. Right up the middle. It's for one yard. And you know that's that's what develops the attitude of a team. That's what changes the culture. Right. The culture. Those. Individual battles within the game, those yeah. individual victories, right? And 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 the, the past coach, mm-hmm, he would never give his team a chance to do that. It right. was always about his brilliance and trying to outthink the other team. It was never about <laughs> the guys on the right. field, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I see. Not only I know we're talking about the quarterback, and maybe it's because of the quarterback and his attitude. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a belief here that we can do this, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. remember we mentioned earlier, like, uh, uh, there was a game where, I believe it was the second game, where guys were open, but Dwayne was pretty much missing them, and they were kind of yeah. inaccurate, right? Mm-hmm. I said, let's not blame all this on Dwayne. Tell the receivers, they're going to have to run a little faster, jump a little higher. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're starting to see that. You're starting to see guys just jump higher, run faster, and everybody's producing. Right. Rookies. Rookies and and when uh, when Cam Sims was in there, rookies and a second year player. Like, yeah. How can anybody be anything but optimistic when they see that? You got to be optimistic about it, and we'll talk a little bit more about optimis- optimism a little bit later. But when it comes to uh, the the next uh, uh, guy up, <laughs> when it came to quarterback <laughs> Case Keenum, what did you see? Let's grade him too. He played as well. I think that he did exactly what he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. He he was the ideal. Backup. Yes. You had a backup that had enough experience to calm the team down when they were down by two points and, and remain confident. Who knows where that came from, right? That <laughs> might have been with it from his association with Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, everything offensively now, everything reeked <laughs> team. Everything uh-huh. said team. There was never a doubt in these guys' minds that they were, were uh, going to come back. Now, as right. you as we get to the end of the offense, I have a very key point to make here. Okay. okay. But, yeah, but as far as Keenum, yeah, I mean, third and, and 13 or whatever it was from your end zone. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. Own. Yeah. And they, he had to make the, he had to look at the huddle and say, "Hey, okay, we're going to make this exactly. right." Exactly. And had them all believe it, and they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. He did. He did exactly what you said. He did what I would want from a backup quarterback. I think that, and that's another point about starting Dwayne is that you've got a backup quarterback in Case Keenum who's played in the league, has won in the league. He was in the NFC Championship game, and you're like, that's a great situation to be in to have a backup quarterback uh, behind your rookie. 
who has played and won in this league. That's right. a great situation. Well, so absolutely. That's just another whole thing as far as why to start Dwayne. But, yeah, he came in and did exactly what you wanted your backup quarterback to do, um, which is why Case, for the most part, is a career backup quarterback. I mean, that's, that's, that's just right. what he is, and, that, and, that, and that's okay. That's fine. Offensive line, yet again, I think another strong performance. you you got to wonder what's going on there after they change from mm-hmm to Coach Cali. Right. You see a different <laughs> attitude in these guys, a different mindset. You get a guy like Donald Penn who wants to fight the ref when he calls a penalty on another and, guy. And, <laughs> <laughs> on another guy, Donald Penn always wants to fight the refs. I've right. never seen, I've never seen anything like this. Right, right. He's just, for the other guys, though, right? You know what? Why you call a penalty on my man? Right, right. <laughs> He's always fussing the fight. So but cool. yeah, I mean, I, I think they're, they're playing great. And I mean, again, I can't say enough about Flowers, Eric Flowers. I mean, we thought he could not play a lick, and he's the laughing stock of the league. And I mean, even he, it was one Giants game, might have been against the Cowboys where he's just singled out, and they're saying, wow, the Giants keeping this guy in the game. Yeah, this poor kid terrible. is getting beat play after play after play. And now here he is, and he's just having a quiet, really good, dare I say, almost Pro Bowl-esque season at guard. If I might stick in the editorial right now, that's when you get guys like this, when you pick up guys, when you have the – uh, insight to be able to develop guys like that when you maybe you shouldn't just blow up your whole organization maybe just get rid of the parts that's causing problems because they mm-hmm. they're getting mm-hmm. some players mm-hmm. you know yeah okay that was my editorial okay <laughs> <laughs> so there you go with that let's move to the uh, wide receivers a lot to be hopeful for here on offense uh, again Terry McLaurin being Terry McLaurin I think we looked at Sims and you see you I, I just wondered huh wonder why Sims wasn't inserted into the starting lineup a little earlier this season as well. Well, we know why because, hmm, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, you, uh, gosh, you look at the, the third receiver. I'm forgetting his name. I was drawing up. Oh, Harmon? Harmon. Yes, I yes, mean, yes. Brian Harmon. You look at these guys and you're like, these young guys can play and they're hungry. Here's what I like about, about this, um, what, 3-12 and 12 team right now is that I'm not disappointed with familiar names. You know what I mean? Right. Like veterans who've been in the league for 10 years, the kind of journeymen, and we're losing with guys who you know their name, you may know what they used to do or what they may have had potential to do, but they're not living up to it. I'm seeing some excitement from the young players. I'm seeing hunger. And we talk about it. We Remember, three years ago, we had to hire a want-to coach. Some of the teachers that? were just, we got to want it. And these guys, these receivers, they want it. They want they it badly. Want it. And you cannot <laughs> tell Sims that he's not that he's not a top receiver in the league. You can't tell McLaurin he's not a top. Because they, they believe this about themselves. And you can see it in the confidence by which they with, with which they play. Absolutely, absolutely. And like I said, one of my favorites, Cam Sims, Alabama, big guy. I think he's like... Uh, uh, six six a wide receiver. Matter of fact, he caught a big pass over the middle. It was thrown high. He went up and got Absolutely. it right. He didn't Absolutely. like freak out because it wasn't thrown to him at his numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. He went to where the ball was right. and got it and said, "Hey, this belongs to me. Excuse me." Right. So th- there is just so much potential here, and there's 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 optimism. I, mm-hmm. These guys are competitive. They believe they can win. They make me believe they can they win. Do. And yes. you haven't even talked about uh, the running back and the tight end yet. Right. They, right. They, they, you know. <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, let's do that. Let's move to the running back. Um, Let's go ahead with AP. And Chris Thompson got a little bit of love uh, this weekend as well. Your thoughts about the running back position? I I think that the running back position is is misused. I think that they have the ability to be uh, the type of uh, uh, dual threat uh, offense that you don't know if they're going to run or pass because they can be so proficient at both, I think mm-hmm. that Chris Thompson is a is a good change of pace because when he comes in, you're you're expecting pass, 
and then you hit them with a run, right. but they just got to hit right. them with a quick run. Not, mm-hmm. not, they did a couple of sweeps that worked pr- pretty well. I don't know how, how, how he's going to last to be running between the tackles. But I think that with, with the right play calling – Right and the right attitude toward the game, like you know, this is not fantasy football. This is not Madden. The right attitude toward the game. This can be a serviceable offense. Sure, they oh, won't lose games for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, won't yeah. lose games. Absolutely, and gave you every chance to win this game. Every chance to win this game. And let's go to the tight ends before we move to the defense. Your favorite subject. Uh, when it comes to the tight end play, what is? Well, obviously, I think we're, we got to move on from Jordan Reed, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. We can't go into the next season. No, not expecting him. No, okay. no, because Jordan Reed was a liability on offense. Mm-hmm. Jordan Reed could run fabulous uh, pass routes. He Absolutely. would get open and all mm-hmm. that. But you need to run, but you need your tight end in your running game. Yeah, need right? a block. He yeah, right. Like Gronk blocks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blocks. blocks you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so you need that. So um, I'm liking Sprinkle because, but Sprinkle is limited in his range. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle is a big target and it looks like his hands are getting a little better once yeah. he develops that I need to do this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because And he's he'll, he'll be in a position where he'll bail his quarterback out in a lot of times, right? Yeah. Uh, and the kid who caught the touchdown pass, never heard of him before. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Forgot, I forgot about him that fast. Yeah. No clue you're cut, talking about. Cut the touchdown pass, right? <laughs> Never heard of him, but he ran his route. He did right. exactly what he was supposed to do, and the timing was perfect, and he was wide open. And that's an, and that's another thing, though, that highlights this offense. You get a guy, if Dwayne is turning out to be who we think he can be, and if these receivers are who they are, you don't need an all-pro tight end. Nope. They'll make him an all-pro tight right. end because he'll be open because everyone is focusing on these receivers and a running back out of the backfield, right. and a quarterback can make a throw or two. If, you need you need a big guy who will catch the ball in bailout situations. If Bryce, That's basically yeah, what it is. If Bryce Love can find another medical team real quick between <laughs> now and that season, have them undo everything that that was done. Mm-hmm. Just you know, just as I've been using the word on Twitter, I, you know, at Stanfield Kevin, I'm quite proud of. I call it degrudinizing. Right, right. Just <laughs> <laughs> so like taking you know like one hour martinizing the cleaners. Yeah. Just take a, your, your your coach in and have them degrudinized. Right, you exactly. Know. Yeah, exactly. Only thing about that is you need to get a bottle of Minesky remover at the same time. Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Federal Football Report. Federal Lose Network, 1500 AM. Let's move to the defense. Yes. Here's the most confusing thing about the defense to me um, is they've got almost just as much young talent on defense as the team has on offense, yet I don't see it playing any dividends. Okay. Let me tell one of my world-famous analogies here. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let, let's say there's a, a high-end grocery store. Let's say, well, high-end, what, like, like what, Trader Joe, Harris okay, Tea yeah, or something Wegmans like that. Or something Wegmans, like that. Something, yeah. a high-end store. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You can get ingredients from there. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the right chef. Okay. All right. So it's the coordinator. It's the defensive coordinator. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, and by the same token, you can go to the low end stuff. Like uh, I don't want, I don't want to go say. Let's not say anything. It might be a future sponsor. Right. Let's say they have <laughs> prepackaged government cheese and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If you get like an Emerald Legacy, right. He can make that thing sing. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, so the, we got the ingredients. We've mm-hmm. been shopping at the right place. Oh, back to my editorial. Somebody been shopping at the right place, getting the right ingredients, right? Bruce Allen is the easy target, but he, he's got players here. Somebody's brought he him here. Brought players here. Although, in fairness, Doug had to sneak Adrian Peterson in for the workout. <laughs> right. You know, right. Uh, yeah, Bruce right. told them that when they got Alex Smith, don't call, don't tell nobody. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So I don't know. He is the easy target. But I just can't just, just just blow them up because they've gotten players. Right. So so the the defense 
it's loaded with number one picks. But here's another perfect example. When you heard that they traded and were able to get uh, Sweat, right? We're able right. to get Sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you hear? What's the thing you heard most about Sweat when you when they drafted him? Uh, From what I remember was like it takes plays off, right or undersized. No, my, my, he was my thing was he was a pass rusher, right? Okay, right? he was yeah, an yeah, edge yeah, rusher. Yeah, yeah. Like right, he, right, yeah, he right. was just tremendous. That was gonna give you that pressure. You Mississippi need for, State, yeah, that's right, mm-hmm. that's right. That's all you heard. Like you know, pressure, pressure, right? You know, they rush the quarterback. You know, sack. We need somebody to you know, hurry the quarterback. And what do you do with him? Drop him in coverage. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> you drop him in coverage because he's a good pass right, rusher. Right. You know, he made some plays out of coverage, but why are you doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, You're wasting yeah. the guy's talent. You're taking a piece of prime rib, <laughs> make, taking a piece of prime rib, right. and making manwiches out of it. <laughs> That's not what he does. That's not what That's he does. That's not what he does. Nah, That's not it. what he does. I get it. I get and, it. And let me tell you something. This, this defensive scheme, it's designed, you got, you got, uh, I Ionitis, you got Payne, mm-hmm. right? You got Allen up front. Their job in this scheme is to occupy the offensive linemen. Right. That's all their job is supposed to do. That's all they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to beat their man. They're supposed to like occupy a guy <laughs> so the linebackers can come in and make tackles. Right. But if you look at it, the linebackers play like behind the line of scrimmage. So mm-hmm. if they get if the ball is getting to the linebackers, the guy's already gained two or three yards right. at least. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then you get a guy like Saquon. He said, "Oh, I'm past the big boys. Oh, ain't them making him a linebacker." Uh, yeah, right. No, exactly. I'm gonna dance around a little yeah. bit. I'm gonna you know hit him with a little juke move, yeah. and I'm gone. Excuse me while I hit the end zone. Right? Exactly. Well, it's only 25 yards. Now, 30, 40. I just, it's all the same. Though, when you talk about talent and personnel and how the coaches aren't maximizing it. One of my fears with that is the fact that what if the issue in the secondary, especially regarding Josh Norman, isn't Josh Norman? It's the position the coaches are putting him in. Well, that, that's obviously that's obviously there's something wrong with Norman too. That there's you would tell me that you'd rather play a guy that you just got off the street, <laughs> a guy who was working at one of them grocery stores we were just talking about. You'd rather play him than somebody who's been on your team for right, four years. Right. What right. is up with that? Yeah. yeah. What is something, up with that? Something's, something's there. Like, and I don't know whether Norman struggles is a, a reflection of the coaches or whether there is something, like you said, wrong with him physically. If, if it is, if it's something wrong with him physically, look how many people they've already put on, on injured reserve, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a Dunbar of um, right. just the secondary. They just put them all on injured reserve. It just does not make any sense. And what mm. it does, it's hurting your team. Yeah. It's unfair to your team. I mean, there are guys who are out there putting laying it on the line. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, before they were laying it on the line when <laughs> was here. My- but now all of them, you saw, a 99-yard drive, man. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> you right. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. laying it on the line. Uh, do I have time for a little, one more editorial? Absolutely. I mean, wait a minute, we got some more defense to talk about. Let's talk about some more defense first. No, but, no, no, we're good. Okay, I mean, you know, now, no, okay after they were down by two touchdowns, mm-hmm. right, tremendous drive, Couple of drives, and there was the, the fumble where Case actually did fumble that ball, right? You yeah, know, but, yeah, yeah. but anyway, they scored a touchdown. The Giants didn't squawk too much. At this point, you've seen that the Giants have put 35 points on mm-hmm. your defense. Yes. You got to go for two right you there. To. You have to. Because you have if you're playing for overtime, there's a 50 50 chance you won't get the ball. Right, right, right. right, right. Here's the thing. No, go, go right ahead. I, I know where you're going. I don't want to interrupt. Go no, right no, ahead. No, no, no. So you know that your defense can't stop these guys. They've yeah. had a couple of drives where the Giants have just been tired from running up and down the field. Yep. Sa- Saquon was on. Right. Saquon ran for 400 yards. He's tired. Yeah. He needs some oxygen, <laughs> right? You know. So he's not going to run. They said, that's our plan. We're just going to let him run all up and down the field, wear himself out. You know your defense can't stop him. Why take that chance? Mm-hmm. You're 
You've won how many games this year? Three games this year. <laughs> what are you playing the safe for? Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. go for two right there. And, and you got my, to. And here's my thing. So, so suppose you, you kick the field goal, you tie the game, you go to overtime, they bring you out for the coin toss. What do you want? You want to win the coin toss. Why? So you can get the ball. Right. Why? So you can march down the field and have a chance to score. That's right. But currently, you have the ball on the two-yard line. <laughs> you, so you're in. If, if you could say, okay, here, if we're going to go to overtime. Let's skip the coin toss, and I'm going to give you the scenario. You got one play at the two-yard line. <laughs> Would you, do you want to check yes for that scenario or check no, I'd rather play it out? Everyone would check yes. Right. Give me the ball at the two-yard line with one play, and we're going to try to go for the win. That's right. You literally had that situation, and you decide to kick a field goal and go into overtime and put it back into Chance's hands. Why not just go for it when it's like, you know what? We have the ball, and we got it at the two-yard line, the- and we have momentum. Let's, let's go for it because we have the ball. If we do a coin toss, we could not have the ball, and that's exactly what happened. Plus, in, in, between, in between those two scenarios, mm-hmm. in between them having the ball at the two and then, and then you know, the, 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 the overtime, the, uh-huh. the Giants had the ball again. Right. The Giants marched downfield. The Giants almost right. got in field that's goal right. range. Yes. They yes. almost yes. got in yes. field goal range. Mm-hmm. So, so right. you know, and by the way, in overtime, you don't get the ball at the two to start. No, 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 so no, no, no. If you, even no, you, if don't. you get the ball in overtime, you've got to get back down to the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, the Giants did almost score. That's right. That's right. You know, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you had to you had to go for two right there. That what what are you saying? <laughs> to your team. What are you saying to your office? Yeah. Your office is watching the same game we are. <laughs> right. right. It's, These it's guys like, haven't stopped nothing. You don't believe us? These guys have not stopped nothing all day all long. Day. We got guys that we had to pick up on the way to the stadium to play <laughs> in the game, right? You know? Right. This, this guy at the bus stop, wait, what size are you? All right, come on. I just don't get Why? it. Why? You, you got to go for two right there. It. You got to go for two. You have the ball you, in your hand. Go for it. <laughs> At the two-yard line. Okay, anyway. Well, America, it's uh, – man, this is the last show. Is it the last show of 2019? No, 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 it's, no, no we've oh, got it's the one last more. of 20 – well, it depends on where we're going. That's right. We that's, up, that's up to you, America. This is possibly the last show of 2019. <laughs> it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. Three statements, although last week we only did two, but three statements. <laughs> Kevin, let's know whether it's fake news or or not, obviously, in a segment called Fake News or Not. Statement number one, deciding the rest, Dwayne Haskins, uh, brilliant move by the coaching staff this week. Fake News or Not. That's, uh, that's news. And let me just talk about this okay. for a second. Because apparently some weird reports came out mm-hmm. that the owner told Dwayne, no, no, son, you're not going back in the well, game. Well, about weird reports, Dwayne said that the owner yeah, told yeah. him. That the- <laughs> and the thing about it is, what was wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was wrong with that? I would love face value nothing. But when you are fresh, if you're still fresh, off the RG3 situation, where it seemed like Dan had his favorites and that was kind of a situation with the player and the team and the coaches. I don't know if you like hearing Dan Look, told me not to go back in. If, if Dan had went down to that locker room back in 2010, mm-hmm. 2012 rather, and said, Robert, you're not going back into the Seattle game. We got a 14-point lead. You're not going back in. Mm-hmm. Different and you, story. And you know what? Not only is it a different story, they end up losing that game, and that's fine. But 
RG3 probably wouldn't have been hurt as bad as he was, number right. one. But then number two, even if they had lost, imagine how much controversy there would not be if Kirk Cousins goes in there with a 14-point lead and loses the game. Totally different situation. They're shipping him out of town and getting another backup. That's right. Totally different situation. Wow, you're right. You're right. Totally different right. situation. And, and um, you know, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You don't know who to believe, what reports to believe, unless it's George Wallace here at the Federal <laughs> News Network. You don't know mm-hmm. who, who to believe, and you hear all these different reports about that Snyder's influence, Snyder and, and Bruce are walking, Snyder had this. I haven't seen, like, the the— the influence or the, the the meddling, if you would, just like look at Jerry Jones has a radio show after the game, <laughs> right. show. Right. and a Monday morning show. Listen, yeah. all this stuff about he's meddling, I don't know. It never bothers me. Never. I like the owner being invested. Never. I like the owner wanting this. Here's here's you could have an owner who only cares about making money, and so he doesn't invest in getting players. He doesn't invest in getting coaches. He doesn't care about all he wants to do is make money. Snyder's not that kind of owner. He wants the team to win. And I think it hurts him more than anybody. Not maybe not more than anybody. I use that as just a form of expression. But it hurts him just as much as it hurts us. If the team doesn't win. Right. Right. And, right. And so I get it where you're like, oh, but yeah, he should let the football people do the, what the football people do. But I like him being involved. I like the owner being I, involved. I mean, I don't understand the problem. Mark I Cuban. I love Mark Cuban's involvement <laughs> with the, with the Mavericks. He yeah. should be a fan. He's the owner of the team. Well, I don't I think like. He it. needs better community uh, community relations stuff. Like I think <laughs> yeah. he should, as the owner, people. So. Here's the thing. people. There's a generation of uh, fans younger than me who don't remember, who don't know anything about the Redskins winning. Right. They don't know what this team means to the city. And I don't mean people who moved here and go to Nats games. I'm talking about people who lived, who were born and raised in D.C. and in That's the surrounding right. area. The Redskins, listen, Washington, D.C. is different when the Redskins win. That's people right. are nicer on the metro. People drive better. You walk down the street, you might not get robbed. And so, like, <laughs> things are just different in D.C. when the Redskins are winning, right? And, Absolutely. And if you are the owner of this team, you should have a more – you should have a, 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 a presence in the community. And, I'm, again, I'm not talking about the corporate community of D.C. I'm not talking about the political community of D.C. I'm not, you know, the sweet section in, <laughs> at the stadium. I'm talking about the people who are from here. You should have a feel and a touch in this community, and you can bring people together over this team. Well, let me tell you something. I know out in my area, in uh, the area I frequent in Prince George's County, I don't know how if the word got out, uh, but Dan Snyder um, resurfaced some of the fo- high school football fields out there, right? Nice. A couple of nice. years ago. And you know the reaction the media gave him? Oh, this is just a man trying to—, trying to uh, uh, buy buy fan support or something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, oh, how nice of you, Mr. Snyder, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, he's in a no-win situation as well. Mm-hmm. But this particular case, I have no problem with that. I do have a problem with them trying to make Dwayne walk it back after they saw it was going to cause a problem, <laughs> right? You know? It, right, right, now, right. Now, right. Dwayne's, he's, he's, you know, Dwayne, what, 20, 21 years mm-hmm. old? He says what he thinks. Yeah, right, right, right. And then they say, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that, you know? No, no. I said, yeah, the owner told me I'm not going back in. I ain't going back in. Right. <laughs> you know, I want to. It, like, I mean, because it was in a situation, like, again, like he wanted to. Like, right. you know, I'd go back in, right? I would have went back if I could. Dan told me not to. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, they're trying to make an issue out of it. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no problem. No problem at all. Okay, right. leave that alone. All right. All right, question number two on fake news or not. Uh, Darius Geis might be one injury away from the team trying to just find a, another solution at running back. Fake news or not? No, that's fake news. That's okay. fake news. Okay. You know why? Because okay. they're just trying to find a solution now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, they don't have to wait for another injury. And that's not saying that's not saying that um, that they're through with the Darius. 
Mm-hmm. I think the man got tremendous potential, but unfortunately, when you're dealing with an injury situation with this team, you got to look at it differently. You right. really, really got to look at it differently. I think that you're looking at a situation where if they decide to let him go, somebody will scoop him right up and say, come on in. He spent a week at the, the Aspa. How, how come <laughs> no one's looking a little deeper and a little closer into what's going on with this uh, uh, medical staff? In particular, in particular, the union. Yeah. I, I right. think that, yes. that this would be— That's uh, a smart point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that— uh, 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 Denoris, is that his name? Uh, the union president. I had to mm-hmm. look him up because we've, we've I've chatted with him on occasion. He seemed like a nice guy, but it seems like the union would be, because the union, uh, did you see this report last week where the union were warning people about going to Jacksonville to play because Jacksonville didn't meet the standards of, of like practicing and player health and safety? Wow. They Jacksonville has had more fines or more grievances filed through the union against them than any other team in the league by double. Huh. <laughs> By double. Huh. And they were all uh, uh, they all on this. I think his name is DeMora Smith. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, that's it. Yep. DeMora Smith, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't understand why this hasn't been like more closely scrutinized with, with, with the league uh, going like far above and beyond, like with concussion protocol and hits to the head. Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah. You know, maybe the league doesn't see any culpability in this, right? And they don't mm-hmm. see the chance of them having to take care of these guys for the rest of their lives if it's a knee element, just if it's above the neck, right? You know, but that's some. You know, I, I would definitely find some more doctors if I'm Darius and and say, um, you know, I'd go. Who has a serious knee injury? I'd find out who Adrian Peterson's doctor is. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. to him and just stay there this summer, right? You know, um, I, I think that if the team is smart, we'll, we'll you know, I don't know. I don't know who's judging the talent, man. Bryce Love might. Who knows what this kid might be? Yeah. These are the same guys we we that, that got flowers, right? Right. They no, moved, right. Yeah. moved chef to, mm-hmm. uh, sheriff to uh, from tackle to guard, right? You know who started the three rookie wide receivers, right? These yeah, are the no, same guys. Right. Yeah. But so who knows? I just you know hope for you know I believe in the miracle of healing and hopefully <laughs> Darius will too. Right. I don't know. But how many how many healings do you get? <laughs> we got to bring him down to down to the local church. Yes, and, right. Uh, see That's if we right. can get somebody to you oh, know, yes. lay hands on his knee yes. or something. All right. Uh, fake news in that question uh, statement uh, number three, the final one. Uh, uh, by the way, and we won't make it a political one. We'll just make it a regular one about leadership and about uh, uh, leading men. Bill Callahan. Uh, should be the coach of this team heading into the next season. Fake news or not? That's news. That's okay. news. The, what, the bother, what was bothering me about this is there's this campaign that's saying that that's a ridiculous thought for some reason. I have no clue why I, it would be ridiculous. Why? And 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 you know, the, has and, anyone not seen improvement in this team since Jay Gr- since <laughs> was mm-hmm. fired? Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch that, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? I was reading. I, I do you know social media thing. It's responsible for us to be uh, on social media. I got to leave us some time to. I got something very important to talk about at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> the, I started reading these guys. And they don't know what they're talking about. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. Now, I know you got your favorites out there. You read Twitter and social media, the guys with the blue check mark, right? I would mention their names, but I might forget when I don't want to be mad at me and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But these guys don't know what they're talking about. They don't. And they I'm don't. wondering what they do during the course of the day so they have so much time to write all this nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely, Callahan should be the coach of this team. Yeah. He has a desire. He earned it. You know my theory on Callahan and why he should is because this team is too young to put it in a situation where they've got to learn a whole lot. That's right. And he's going to keep things simple. He is he is like he's the he's the 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 great uncle. He's the he's the coach. He's the the grown man that a lot of these guys 
need right. as they grow and mature as football players, as professionals. Because, again, you got to understand the environment that was there with mm-hmm was coaching. It was a joke. It was a joke. He is going to run a team in a professional manner. He's done this before. The last thing you need are, are a bunch of young players uh, being coached by a coach who himself is trying to figure it all out. That's right. You know what Absolutely. I mean? When it comes to practice plans and all this other kind of stuff. For a professional team. For a professional. It's different than college. And I get it. The shiny new object. This team don't need the shiny new object. This team. This team. What they, you know what these young players need right now? They need stability. That's they right. They need stability. And I mean, I'm not trying to go off on a social, you know, uh, tangent here. But that's one of the poor things that a lot of young kids in, in you know, in inner city, they, they need stability in their life. One of the worst things a parent can do is rob their child of stability. That's right. Is that's rob right. their child of predictability. And these kids are young in this game. They're young in being professionals. And they need the stability and Callahan and brings a stable kind of uh, adult figure in their life. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Do we need to talk about the Cowboys game coming up? There's really no uh, point in doing yeah, it. It doesn't matter. We, we got to beat them. Okay, we got to beat them. We got to win. Yeah. All, right. All right. So you had something important you want to talk about know, social media. <laughs> <laughs> I saw our friend, you know, we love the people at Stanfields. Yes. If, if you all haven't checked out Stanfields, go to their website. Look, look at Stan, the best underwear in the world. The, That's no, all I got to say. Kevin's not exaggerating. <laughs> it's the best underwear in the world. It's light. It's breathable. I mean, it's just great. Yeah. So I've just checked out social media, and my friends from Stanfield posted, Happy Boxing Day. Oh. And I said, what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Boxing Day. Are you familiar with Boxing Day? Uh, yeah, it's the day when you return everything. No, not it. quite. That's no, not no. Okay. There's a national holiday in Canada, and I guess it came from uh, uh, from uh, Great Britain, called Boxing Day. Okay. And it's... it's, uh, it's it's usually the day after Christmas. Uh-huh. That's when it's celebrated. No one really knows the origins. What but it's a big to, deal. What are you supposed can, to do? I, I don't know if you give gifts or anything, so we're going to send this to our friends in Stanfields. <laughs> and we're not asking, only thing we want now, you know, they, they love us. They've shown us much love. And we love. love them, and we love them. All we want this time is an explanation. <laughs> 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 so maybe next week we can get one of the reps from Stanfields to come on, talk to us a little bit, and tell us about Boxing Day and whatever else they want to talk about. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to, 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 and they can follow you on Twitter, right? At, uh, at, at Stanfield, Stanfield Kevin. Kevin. Uh, and they do. Yeah. And Claude J Radio, we make sure we retweet all the uh, Stanfield Company uh, uh, absolutely tweets, stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, and so, um, real quick, we've got about four minutes left in the show. Oh, we got um, time left? Okay. Oh let's yeah, talk some a little bit. Yeah. Your holiday? How was Christmas? <laughs> it was awesome, man. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I I actually prepared the uh, uh, Christmas Eve celebration for my family. Okay. Uh, I had a couple. of My uh, sister lives in North Carolina. She came up. My aunt, they all this, my oldest living relative on my side of the family. She celebrated. Her 89th birthday today. Wow. She is celebrating. Some of my cousins uh, have rented her a suite in Maryland Live Casino, and they're going to take her there and hang out all night no. long. That's what she wanted to do for her birthday. Man, yes. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. They invited me. That's happening said, today? That's happening tonight. Let them know right I'll there. be down there in and about two here. hours. And I said, <laughs> I would go. Two things. Got to do the show, and I cannot hang with you all. <laughs> I love it. I know. That's right. So it was great. And, and, and what I did this time, I was pretty smart. I knew I was going to uh, uh, be the chef for, for the majority, uh, majority of it. Mm-hmm. I started cooking Sunday. Oh, really? I started cooking Sunday. Wow. And Three or four days in it. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was nice. It was very nice. And the funniest part about it was, uh, I'd get something, and you know, like green beans. I get them all, get ready to go. I'm all set, been practicing, ready, set. Well, I said, I don't think you got enough. You better go get some more. So I got to run to the store in the middle of the night. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm gonna make candy yams. Got my recipe. My daughter came, sliced them up, had uh-huh. them sliced up, gonna put them in the pan, put them in the oven. And I said. 
I don't think you got it. <laughs> oh man! Uh-huh. So, but it turned out great, man. It turned out great. Absolutely great. That's what that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie nice. Brown. No, absolutely, <laughs> How man. About you? How yeah, about so you? we had a great holiday. Um, I ended up. Uh, we got up in the morning. Um, Santa Claus uh, came through, and we opened up some presents and had breakfast. Actually, uh, so my wife, we had a brunch at my at uh, her aunt's house. And she had to cook all the bacon. And so she's up cooking bacon, but we didn't have breakfast yet. And so I went to McDonald's and got some breakfast <laughs> in the house and then came back with some breakfast. We went to the aunt's house, had a crazy good brunch. The food was great. Went to my grandmother's house. Uh, she's 93. We all got her some stuff and, and, and presents and cousins and stuff were over there. Then went to my mom's house. Um, and you made the rounds. Oh, right. yeah, no, we just drive. So, Christmas for us is basically driving around the city, cool. visiting family. And, and yeah, so we went to my mom's house and then got got back home, surprisingly enough, before eight o'clock. And uh, we put on the uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, then put on the Grinch to Stole Christmas, and then watched Home Alone too, and <laughs> and fell asleep doing that. And that's what we did for Christmas. It was it was great. And it's funny because as we're recording this, uh, today's the twenty sixth. And it feels like Christmas was a week ago. It does. You know, it does. Time goes by so fast, man. I, I, look, I was up, like I said, I was cooking. Uh, um, I stayed up till 2 o'clock uh, the, the day prior. We did this on Christmas Eve. Wow. And then my wife decided to bless my granddaughter with one of these uh, Power Wheels Jeeps, you know, the little kids Jeeps. <laughs> and you know what? I don't know if you know this or not. Those things don't come in one piece, right? You know. <laughs> so you had to get up at five in the morning to put them together. No, 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 no. That was the plan. That uh-huh. was their plan. Was not my plan. <laughs> I said, look, you know, it will be Christmas if she doesn't get up and see this Jeep first thing, right? Uh-huh. So I, while you know, it got dinner going, and I started the, the procedure oh, on man. the Jeep. Okay, and then I. Finished the Jeep about one o'clock yesterday. No, because when I open the box, the first thing I see is that this has to charge for eighteen hours. Oh, okay, yeah. So they yeah, gave yeah, me yeah. a reprieve right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Aaron, she to... can't do anything with but, it anyway. You know, I'm a firm believer in following the instructions. I looked through the instructions, and it, uh, when I got to uh, step forty-two, <laughs> oh god, not tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But it was a great, it was a great Christmas. It was a great, 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 great Christmas. Good, good. That's that sounds good. good. We'll try to make it a great season finale of the show, but we're going to continue with the Federal Football Report. Throughout the year, yes, but it's yes, the indeed. football. Well, the Redskins uh, edition for the most part, the uh, the the season uh, wrap up next week, and uh, looking forward to it. I'm so That's happy right. they want to continue the show throughout the season. So, folks, don't forget to subscribe on the podcast. The um man, the analytics on this show is is, is ridiculous. I mean, That's there's people great. all over. We're building quite a community here, and so we I'm looking forward y'all. to keeping it going. That's right. Uh, so we'll catch you guys next week on the Federal Football Report. Happy Boxing Day. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.